Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with the eclectic approach to modern manual therapy, modern rehab mastery, our new online mastery program. It's a mentoring program, including modern manual therapy, Andrew Rothschild's modern patient education, and Cal Coffee's modern strength training, or BFR. My co-host is one of those mentors, and a mentee of mine, I guess I should say, Dr. Andrew Rothschild with, uh, yeah, like Urson said, Modern Patient Education. All right. How are you doing tonight, Andrew? I'm doing well, Urson. How are you? I am doing well. I'm just going to adjust my mic. It seems a lot louder than yours today. So this was a patient of mine a while ago, and I was, this was even before I used to work for an insurance company. So I learned a lot working for an insurance company, and I think that is a... It's, I have enough stories from actually working there and reviewing so many charts and arguing with clinicians who basically thought they could one-up me um, or thought I was some kind of sellout or I'd never practiced before or didn't know what I was talking about or wasn't even a PT. You know, There's all kinds of stories I have from that. But I had a patient a long time ago, and in New York State, we have what's called no-fault insurance for motor vehicle accidents. Do you know what that is? No, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I mean, they're called no-fault cases, and it's not really called a no-fault insurance, but what it really means is that when someone is is involved in a motor vehicle accident, typically with another vehicle and two people are driving, or at least one person is driving, and maybe they just hit another person, the auto insurance in New York basically says that it's no one's fault. So even if I hit you and it's clearly my fault because I T-boned you because I was texting or I ran a red light or whatever, uh, both our insurances would actually pay at first. And then according to witness reports and police reports that talk to the witnesses, um, that, that all of that data and all those reports go to the insurance companies so that faults can actually be clearly defined. And somewhere along the line of six to 12 months later, the one insurance company gets reimbursed by the other one. So initially, both parties pay, and then the one that's really at fault is the one that ultimately pays. I don't really understand how that works. I mean, that's kind of the way that I understand it, at least back when I used to take insurance. I haven't done it for about four or five years now. But that's it doesn't make any sense when I say it out loud, right? <laughs> like, okay. Does that make any sense at all? <laughs> anyway, so uh have you you've heard of a company called Liberty Mutual, right? They're a pretty big insurance company. Oh yeah, I have Liberty Mutual. Okay. All right. So are they a good insurance company? Uh, they've been very good for me and I haven't thankfully had to use them too much, but uh the one time I really had to, they were great. That's good. That's good. I'm sure they might be. I think every insurance company basically has a reason. You know, if, if they have a reason to deny a claim, they're going to deny it because ultimately they do want to save money. But ultimately, you know, they also 
they will cover you if there's a reason to cover. So I had a patient who worked for Liberty Mutual, and she also had Liberty Mutual's private insurance, and she also had his auto insurance. And on her job, she was riding a bike during work hours from one Liberty Mutual site to another Liberty Mutual site. And she was hit by another driver, by someone in a car while she was riding her bike, but she was on the job. And this driver also had Liberty Mutual's auto insurance. Oh. So at any point, this large company, which covered her personally, it should have been a worker's comp claim because she was working. And it also could have been a no-fault cl- claim because she was hit by a car by someone who actually had Liberty Mutual insurance, it denied it on all three fronts. She came to me for probably at least, you know, back then, uh, who knows, I may have seen her for six months or something, it being a no-fault case. No-fault cases tend to drag on and on and on. Um, But she never, I don't even ever remember her getting approved. All, you know, because workers' comp said, oh, it's a no-fault case, or private insurance said it's a workers' comp case, or it's a no-fault case, and no-fault said it's a workers' comp case. So the same company and different adjusters or reviewers all denied to care. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm glad it's working out for you. It definitely did not work out for her. And it's funny because I, you know, and I, I look back at that as a peer reviewer, and I know that at some point they, you're going to deny care if you think another company is going to pay for it. You know, if we ever get wind that there was an old workers comp claim and workers comp denied it and now they want private insurance to take care of it yet they already had like 2 years of care under workers comp, we're not going to all of a sudden pay for care because when we request the old notes, we saw that they really didn't improve after 2 years of care, so why are we going to pay for another 8 visits? Right. All right, so that's how that works and I don't know. If any of you listeners have any similar stories or if you have any um, if you had a similar story and you actually got one of them to pay, that would be great. I mean, I can't help this patient now because this is like 17 years ago, but that always kind of struck me as like really, really sad actually that she, even though she actually even worked for the company, she couldn't even get it to cover. So, But based on your earlier description, from what I understand, they would have just been paying themselves, right? Well, what it was is that um, both insurance companies pay, like you might have to pay your deductible. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was fortunate. Mine was just more of an auto issue, not a personal injury issue. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. One other quick story about the ridiculousness of insurance companies. Um, I once treated the former president of a one of the biggest HMOs in the area, and uh-huh. when he and he had went to some other clinic and used up probably let's just say sixteen out of his allotted twenty visits. You get twenty visits a year, or uh, you know, so many per diagnosis, but in this case, it was 20 visits a year. I, he only left, he only came to me with four visits. He saw that we were doing well. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm Mr. So-and-so and I used to run this company, so I'm going to get more visits. And I just said, you know, that's contractual. Like you actually can't get, you know, how many times have you ever had a patient be like, well, I know so-and-so, I know the mayor, I'm going to give her, like, like the mayor can overturn the right. contract, right? And you know, he he like stormed off, made a couple calls on his cell phone, came back like a week later. He's like, yeah, I couldn't get more visits. 
That's that's my dream is to get one of those guys who works for an insurance company and have that situation. Oh right, you mean like uh, treating an auto mechanic and ripping them off, like <laughs> something like that. You mean? Them, but I want I want them to be like uh, I want them to get a dose of their own medicine. Uh, yes. Well, remember I was a clinical peer reviewer. We're humans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Some of them are jerks, though. I've dealt with other clinical peer reviewers. Even when I was a peer reviewer, I'm like, you're not doing this right. Like, you're doing things illegal. You're actually influencing me on how many visits you're telling me I'm supposed to have. And you're not, I'm not really, you're not really supposed to do that as a reviewer. You know, like you can approve or deny, but you can't like make suggestions as to how much you're supposed to have. I don't know. There was some kind of legality. I don't know exactly. I haven't done it in a while, but all right. So, where can people find you, Andrew? People can find me uh, both on uh, Twitter and on Instagram um, at – I keep going back and forth if I should change it or not – at Spear Physio or at A. Rothschild PT, either one. And uh, with you sometimes, modern manual therapy, modern patient education, modern rehab mastery. So wait, why would you change it? I don't know. I thought about making it more personal again versus branded versus more personal touch, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean – have you have people not been able to find you or I don't know, I'm in the brands, not not like the no, person. Just, mainly because I thought like, you know, my my I'm not really as much of a brand as I am part of I'm part of a private practice, you know, locally company and I'm part of your brand in terms of what we're doing, but not like my own personal brand is kind of really just me. Um and that was my more more recent epiphany. Well, whose fault is that? I don't know. <laughs> Blame Simon Sinek. I'm reading a book right now. You are your own brand, Andrew. <laughs> you got to own it. You got to own it. Okay. So my brand, Modern Manual Therapy, Modern Rehab Mastery is our new online mentoring program. Our end of June cohort is going to be starting very soon in about four weeks. So still some seats left for that. Check that at modernrehabmastery.com. Check out Modern Manual Therapy Premium. You can subscribe monthly or yearly for oh, almost 700 videos and counting. Andrew Rothschild contributes to that every, a couple times a month for the Journal of Common Sense. That's audio research reviews. You only need to to be if to be truly evidence based these days. You only need to review about two articles well a month, not just reading abstracts. You need to have a good review about two a month. Am I right, Andrew? Yeah, that's what the research says. Is that you know to really stay on top of it, it's about two articles a month, but it also is two quality articles a month because there's obviously there's tons more that comes out per month. But when you look at the how much they actually may move the truly move the needle when it comes to updating our knowledge base, it really comes down to really only two a month. So it's somewhat of a uh, a little bit of a needle in a haystack type thing to find those good articles, and that's hopefully what we're trying to provide. We do that for you, and it's part of the ModernManualTherapy.com premium subscription. Also, check out my products, ISTM. I got the new Edge Mobility Percussion Gun, our BFR Cuffs Edge Restriction System that's part of Kyle Coffey's Modern Strength Training, which is also part of Modern Rehab Mastery. I have way too many things. Anyway, also, definitely rate us on Apple Podcasts. There's no more iTunes, so don't go looking for that. But rate us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Um, check us out on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And you guys have a great day.